Have you ever thought about short-term rentals? Well, stick around. That's going to be our topic on this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Estate Revenue. I'm your host, Paul Airy, and in this episode, we're going to talk about short-term rentals. The only way, well, nearly the only way, I would invest in residential real estate. What are short-term rentals? Well, I'm talking about rentals like Airbnb rentals. Uh, You buy a house, you buy a condo, you buy um, whatever you can buy. You can even rent a house or a condo or an apartment and with your landlord's permission. Put it on Airbnb. So rent that thing out daily. And it is possible for you to make more money that way than if you rent it out monthly. And that is probably the only way I would ever own a residential rental property. Now, there are alternatives to using houses. We'll get into that in a minute. But it's surprising the places that people actually rent an Airbnb house uh, or space. And... I have even seen it in places that most people don't even want to travel to. The market that I came from, the market that we just left several months ago, West Texas, Permian Basin, the oil country, uh, there that's not a pretty place. It's not a tourist location. It's uh, um, kind of an... Uh, it's a nice place to live, but it's kind of an ugly place. And uh, you have to be, you have to appreciate the, the desert scenery out there. And uh, the type of people that come out there are not tourists. Usually they're going to be workers. They're going to be employees of uh, oil field service companies and drilling companies and even the big, the big oil companies. So what I've seen out there are people that will buy house, a condo, a townhouse, um, and they will lease it out through Airbnb, do quite well with it, because that type of economic activity with the oil activity that's out there, it creates housing shortages, serious housing shortages, and hotel shortages. Hotel rooms in the Midland, Odessa area a couple of years ago the small hotels, the lower cost hotels like Fairfield Inn, uh, Hampton Inn, those that are normally about ninety dollars a day or hundred dollars a day, they were renting for three hundred, three hundred and fifty dollars a day. Uh, I even had uh, met one lady that uh, told us that she had spent the night at a hotel in Beverly Hills, and it was cheaper than living than staying in a hotel in Odessa, Texas. That's pretty crazy. So that is where you get a market for short-term rentals. People want to avoid the hotel. Um, 
they want to have a more private place to, to live, to stay. And they may, they may stay there for a couple of weeks in, in that situation. I even saw a listing. I had a listing on, a, on an RV park. My client owned an RV park. Most of the people in that RV park were oil-filled workers. One lady bought two RVs, rented the space from him, put them from him and put those RVs out there in his space and leased them out through Airbnb. They were 100% occupied all the time. And that's, of course, while the boom was going on. And she did really well with that. So you never know where you can do a short-term rental. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a tourist location. And sometimes people just want to get away from the city and they want to get out into locations where they can be uh, a remote location, where they can be out in the country, enjoy nature. Um, there are, believe it or not, uh, you know, one opportunity is uh, if you can buy, and this is something I would do, I would love to do this, buy some land. And we're looking for land anyway. We want to build a house on it. We want 10 or 12 acres. Uh, we could easily take five acres of that and put up some very inexpensive housing to lease out through Airbnb. And when I say housing, that's a very loose term in this case. I'm talking about teepees, yurts, uh, RVs. Uh, a teepee you can buy, believe it or not, you can buy a teepee for about $3,500. They're really large. Uh, you can set them on top of a platform, a wood platform, a deck. You can uh, air condition them and heat them. And it, that, I mean, it's put a bed, put a queen size bed or twin bed, or a, sorry, a double bed in those things, put a rug on the floor. Uh, I mean, they're very nice inside. But they are teepee. They're just they're made of canvas. And you know, if you get a thirty five hundred dollar teepee and put about a thousand dollars worth of furnishings in it and an air conditioner and and you can get $129 a night and uh, have about a seventy or eighty percent occupancy, you know, in a couple of months you've got that teepee paid for and you're making profit. So on five acres you could put uh, you could put quite a few of those on there. You could put uh, five or six easily on, on two or three acres. So uh, you, of course, have to have some type of a restroom facility, but that's not too expensive or too difficult either. The profit margin on that, your return on investment is pretty high. Uh, so that's kind of a, a creative thing that you can do with, with uh, short-term rentals. I'll even recommend a guy you can go see on YouTube Rob Built is the YouTube channel, R-O-B-U-I-L-T. That guy is uh, brilliant when it comes to Airbnb properties and short-term rentals. So go look at some of his stuff. He's got some good ideas. I personally am not in that business, so uh, he is, uh, he's the expert on that. But it's something I'm definitely, definitely going to look at. Uh, when we buy or when we find our property that we're going to build on, um, that is something we're going to do to help pay the expense of that property. And that's uh, that's where it can be a nice opportunity for you. If you're looking to buy anyway and you're going to buy, if you want to buy some land, 
you may as well make part of it produce some income. And believe me, it's better than having cows roam around on your property or, or goats or sheep. You know, I'd rather have I'd rather have some tourists roaming around on my property and have you know having them pay the bills. But in general, if you buy a house somewhere, uh, if you buy it in if it's in a decent city, I mean, there's always somebody that needs to come to town that would like to try staying in an Airbnb, would like to stay in a house. Um, it wouldn't hurt to try it. If it doesn't work out, you can always take it off the Airbnb listing and and uh, rent it out to somebody else or sell it. But um, that is definitely something to consider. If you have, you know, a smaller house, uh, well, let me take that back because really you can do any size house because we have you have individuals that will come rent. You'll have couples. You'll have couples with families. You'll have large families. You'll have two families come traveling together. Uh, all kinds of situations will come up where just about uh, any kind of property can be uh, rented out on a short-term basis. Personally, I think townhouses are a good idea for that because a townhouse, if the HOA will allow it, uh, and you know, I think in a lot of cases they would if you're careful about which kind of townhouse you get, but uh, we actually lived in one. We owned a townhouse, and uh, there were a couple of houses there that were corporate houses. So it's really the same thing. They had employees coming in and out, and they would stay there for a month and leave. And uh, But in a townhouse with an HOA, you've got yard maintenance taken care of, uh, the outside maintenance taken care of. You don't have to worry about a lot of things. Uh, so that is a definite alternative or a definite uh, option uh, for that. Sometimes townhouses can be a little cheaper to buy too. Townhouses and condos, uh, if you're going to own a condo, uh, you may as well do it for that reason. I, condos are not really that great for an investment in my opinion, just because you don't actually own much of anything with a condo. You own the space between the walls, basically. So all those, the exterior walls, the air, and whatever's inside those exterior walls, that's what you own. You don't actually own the building. You don't own the land under it. You don't own much of anything. Uh, so that's uh, usually condos a little cheaper than if you actually owned a piece of the building. Uh, but uh, those would make good short-term rentals. So take a look at that. If you're going to invest in residential, I know a lot of people think they have to get started in residential, which you do not, but if you just absolutely want to and your finances are such that you need to start there because you, you can't really get yourself into commercial property, then think about short-term rentals. Think about Airbnb. And there are some other companies too. Uh, I believe there's Verbo and there's probably, I think there was another one. I can't recall what it is, but uh, check those out. Check out, uh, here's how you can check out your market. Search your city, wherever you, wherever you want to invest in. It doesn't have to be where you live. Um, Check out the city, go to Airbnb, 
do a search for for a rental, like uh, like you're a customer, like you're going to go rent one. Find out; it'll show you on there. It'll find, uh, show you on the website. You can look at the calendar. You see how booked up it is. If it's booked up a couple of months in advance, and the entire month is booked up, and uh, you have to go two or three months out to get a, uh, a booking. It's probably a pretty good market, probably a pretty good area. Uh, look at the price. If it's uh, over $100 a day and the property doesn't look like it's too terribly expensive, then it's you're probably in a good, decent area to look at. A really a decent house is going to bring a lot more than $100 a day. It should. Uh, these things can range from... You know, I've seen people renting out almost a shed with furniture in it for eighty to a hundred dollars a day, and you know, all the way up to two or three hundred dollars a day for a, a house with a pool, or you know, just look at, at what's there, and you can get an idea of what price range you want to be in, what you want to buy. Look at the look at the uh, rentals that are RVs. Look at the rentals that are TPs, yurts, um, cabins those types of things, because those are really uh, a lot cheaper to get into. And uh, take a look at that. That's an exciting an exciting uh, business to, to look at, and I personally uh, am interested in it. Uh, so check that out, and uh, we're going to be setting up a system here pretty soon in the next week or so so that we can have some two-way contact so that you can come back and ask me questions about what we talked about, or send me in questions about something you have, a question you have in commercial real estate investing. Um, and uh, so we're going to get that done pretty quick because I need, we need some interaction between us. I know we have, I have a few listeners out there. I'm not, you know, we're not covered up in listeners. We're not, not huge yet, but um, I still want to, I would still like to have some interaction and uh, two-way communication. So we're going to get that set up in the next week or so. So I will see you uh, on the next episode of Real Estate Revenue and start thinking up some questions you want to ask because I I would love to get them and I'd love to hear from you. 